0: Hello and welcome to the Journalism.co.uk podcast. I'm Caterina Albanu and in this episode, we'll find out more about how the process of digital transformation is being handled at Fairfax in Australia. Julie Pizzetti is digital editorial capability lead at Fairfax, a large Australasian publisher with titles that range from 180 years old newspapers, such as the Sydney Morning Herald, all the way to startup-like verticals. Journalism.co.uk caught up with Pizzetti at the International Journalism Festival in Italy at the beginning of April to find out more about what her role means, how it fits into the newsroom and what impact it has. It's a really
1: interesting title. It's interesting... It's not one that I picked, but it's interesting because I think the objective behind it was was really um, fresh and purposeful, and the objective was to create a position that sat at the intersection of digital strategy, learning and knowledge sharing, and newsroom transformation. And there's not too many people in the, the space where all of those critical issues of our times intersect, and, the, and one element supports another. So if you're trying to drive change... You need to be focused on what the strategy is, you need also to be thinking about ways to build capability to affect new storytelling methods if we're talking strictly about newsrooms and you need to be mindful of what the implications of changing practice are within newsrooms. So it's, it's a kind of you know, product of ongoing change within the organisation. But also recognition that learning and knowledge sharing have to be pivotal to those processes. So the job is about trying to bring those things together to bridge those different parts of strategic remit and also ensuring that we have newsrooms, we still have very large newsrooms that are capable of digital storytelling, not just now, but at every stage of digital kind of redefinition while maintaining commitment to print mastheads. So there's a lot going on.
0: Pozzetti has been focusing on project-based learning, pushing for collaboration in the newsroom and experiments with new types of storytelling. She has also worked on the introduction of a learning hub, which helps disseminate information about digital innovation in the media and provides access to training courses for Fairfax journalists.
1: When I came to Fairfax and realised the breadth of the the job that I'd accepted and the the real challenges that are very familiar to to people in newsrooms all around the world within legacy media organisations, after a period of kind of, researching what people needed, what they wanted, what was going to be helpful, what culturally would not work. I came back to the idea that that what we needed to do was to adopt projects, projects that involved learning new skills but that were experimental and were also targeted at building new audiences, so as as a way of trying to drive change but build capability in a way that journalists would, would find empowering, not a classroom setting, not a kind of rote learning process. And so the first one that we adopted was a project that was underway during an election campaign involving a collaborative approach to audiences identifying their political leanings. So that involved collaboration with um, a Dutch University, it involved collaboration with an Australian University, collaboration between product and UX teams as well as graphics teams as well as with the journalists working in the the National uh, Political Reporting Centre which is attached to the Federal Parliament in Canberra. So I got involved as somebody who was able to bridge the worlds of journalism and academia, and to try and translate academic expectations and requirements. Um, and I also invested some of my own budget around learning how to code content, not in the sense of coding that we understand as journalists, but coding from an academic data analysis perspective. So that was sort of the first experiment, and it, it worked effectively. I realised that there was a, there was a role um, for that kind of learning. And the second one, the really... Large-scale experiment that's that's ongoing at Fairfax was around
0: podcasting. Podcasts weren't on the agenda at Fairfax before this. One of the journalists in the newsroom had been covering the mysterious death of a young woman. It proved to be a complex story, treating subjects such as judicial fairness and police incompetence. The journalist couldn't let go of the story and was looking for a better way to tell it than just through text.
1: He wanted to tell it in a new way and he had the idea that maybe this could be a podcast and within Fairfax at the time there wasn't capacity to produce podcasts. We have strong video teams. We had no audio storytellers that we knew of. Um, people really were listening to podcasts, wanting to do podcasts but didn't have the capacity to do it. So they asked me to become involved. I did. I brought in um, my own expertise as a, as a broadcast journalist, as a radio uh, maker and I brought in uh, an external consultant and colleague from um, my last university job who was a, an award-winning radio documentary maker. We worked collaboratively to produce what we hoped would be compelling content and which proved to be compelling content while building up skills which included taking you know video storytellers and and getting them to think again about the distinctions between audio storytelling and video storytelling it's not just a case of you know removing the pictures from a video story it's it's a different way of telling a story and also um, you know people who were print journalists I mean that had been their background and they they were capable of, of of doing audience engagement on social media but they didn't have have skills as producers of audio content at all and so that involved formal workshop type sessions but which for example we applied to trying to actually scope what this series looked like and how would this series unfold differently from a print-based feature series which was an alternative that had been considered and a video series another alternative that had been considered so we approached it in a very collaborative way. Production meetings became the norm at the beginning of every um, weekly or fortnightly session that we did. And we essentially built skills in real time while we produced the content. So we gave ourselves a longer period of time to produce the content than we might have otherwise done if we had people who were fully developed you know, audio storytellers.
0: The team produced a six-part series called Phoebe's Fall, And the podcast has been downloaded around 1.3 million times so far producing this podcast also resulted in newsroom change as fairfax developed a commissioning process for podcasts as the appetite for the format grew and fairfax needed a strategy a working group of senior editors now commissions podcasts in a very open way putting a call out for fully formed pitches from journalists with a view to expand the podcasting styles beyond the investigative narrative series. One format they're keen to promote is what Pozzetti calls the Chumcast, or chat-based series. As well as commissioning a number of podcasts, Fairfax is now also developing skills inside the newsroom to work on different podcast genres, training teams in Sydney and Melbourne. It has been a learning-supported and training-infused process, an approach which also reflects the other projects Pizzetti has been working on, including the Learning Hub.
1: So the Fairfax Learning Hub is um, an intranet, so it's an internal website that essentially is WordPress um, front that looks like any other kind of curated content site that includes stories about experimentation across editorial, product, um, tech, sales. It is a way of sharing ideas internally but also trying to bring in external ideas through stories about um, the way international organisations are experimenting, for example. It also hosts actual courses, so Moodle, which is a, a, a learning system is used to house um, interactive online courses. So it's, it's divided up between content that's, that, that tells stories about learning um, and also the courses themselves that people can enrol in. Um, it also anchors the webinars, which we do as YouTube Lives, that are embedded within the Learning Hub. So the idea is for it to become a one-stop shop where people go to get access to resources um, and you know, new ideas and to share their own experiments.
0: The Learning Hub, launched a year ago, has been popular with the regional and community titles, who wanted to establish a closer connection as they were physically based far away from each other. They integrated the Learning Hub into their workflows, and some required journalists to create content for the platform and participate in the training.
1: It was resource-heavy to develop, but I think it serves a really important Purpose and one of the other things that we did um, was develop a, an internal newsletter called Movable Type, which was a play on you know the move from hot lettering to a to a digital age, which promotes content along with courses along with um, you know upcoming events. So for example, sharing news about the fact this conference is on in Perugia, where there is live streaming and where you can participate remotely. Those are the sorts of methods um, we used Facebook at work to also cross promote the content
0: um, and for the people who are engaged with that platform, that's worked. But getting some of the larger titles to participate has not been easy. As Fairfax journalists are threatened by downsizing and newsroom roles are up for restructuring, Pozzetti's team also has to work in a flexible way. I won't deny it's tough.
1: we built a team, we've, we've since um, lost a couple of team members due to downsizing because of um, financial realities. and. I'm finding that I have to be as responsive and my small team has to be as responsive to change and restructuring as the newsrooms are that we're trying to assist through restructuring processes. So I think the fact that we have a learning hub, that the CEO seems to be invested in continuing with the learning hub is really important because it does demonstrate a commitment to to knowledge sharing and learning at the core of any media business, you know, currently. It's especially being physically isolated at the bottom of the world. (laughs) We, We need to be... Be, um, be able to be connected and um, and agile in response to, to trends. And that's one way we can do that is, is through having um, such a site. But, you know, for the metropolitan newsrooms, they still tend to work um, within titles um, and not be necessarily um, as collaborative with the regional titles as might be desired. And, and the business is going through um, changes as well. So where those different um, business units coexist and how they work together is, is also evolving. So it's, um, it's, it's going to be a work in progress ongoing and I think that's the same for newsrooms.
0: You've been listening to a journalism.co.uk podcast.